0: Greetings and welcome to episode number 52 of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. We are in season two, as you know, and I really want to spend this season highlighting the amazing clients that we've been able to work with and their businesses because I think it will give you good insight into who they are as well as what we've been able to do with their branding and maybe give you some ideas along the way. Today, I talked to Katie D'Amato of Balanced by Katie and her co-part, Christy, They are both physical therapists and have really interesting backgrounds and uh, experiences that make them super, super good at their job, which is always great to talk to. They give some great tips for taking care of yourself as an entrepreneur, a busy business owner, and how their industry has changed over the years. So I hope you enjoy the episode. my aesthetic branding. Getting entrepreneurship you're listening to the kiss my aesthetic podcast i'm your host michelle winterstein of mkw creative co where we build brag worthy brands through visual identity design and social media you're in the right spot for branding marketing and entrepreneurship advice so enjoy the episode Greetings and welcome back to the Kiss My Aesthetic Podcast Season 2. I've got Balanced by Katie and you guys are getting a two for today because you're getting Katie and Christy. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having us.
1: Hi. Thank you.
0: Wonderful. So why don't we ask Katie first, since the brand is Balanced by Katie. Tell us who you are, what you do and how you do it. Give us the overview. Yes. So
2: Katie D'Amato, doctor of physical therapy and yoga instructor, um, the full name of our business is Balanced by Katie Physical Therapy Yoga and Wellness Incorporated. So our brand is based off of physical therapy as the the main part of our brand, but then we add on yoga and mindfulness and overall general wellness because we really want to help people live long, happy, healthy, active lives. Um, and and the brand was kind of born out of being a physical therapist in a busy clinic for a long time and realizing that people wanted more directed care in the comfort of their homes. So I've seen people in their homes on the side as I was working in an office. And I saw the demand for that really increase. And I had a passion for really being one-on-one with people for an extended period of time instead of only 20 minutes. And so now we see people in their homes an hour at a time, and we give them a lot of really personalized care and create really strong bonds that helps foster quicker recovery times, injury prevention, maintenance, and even like a lifelong toolbox of how to move more freely and feel
0: better in their body. Heck yeah. And we actually first got connected right here in like Encinitas, Cardiff area, because we were in part of like a similar women's networking group. It was probably 2017 now, right? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my goodness, it's been so long. But yeah, we got connected through another client of mine I had at the time. I was just doing branding and a little bit of website work and we got connected and did the original branding. So tell me about your brand before you did the actual branding process. What were you working with?
2: Oh, I don't even think I really had a brand. Um, Let's see, what did I... I think I hired you within maybe six months to six months to a year. And I think it was all just still being birth with lack of a better word, you know? So it was kind of all coming together, uh, as in seeing patients and figuring out what the mission really was. And then when you came in, that helped kind of solidify the tone, the theme, and everything that the brand was representing. I probably didn't even really know what what all encompassed the brand before I met you. So you taught me a lot about that.
0: And it's grown so much since then. Oh, my goodness. You've got a team now. You're offering all kinds. You just did a retreat in Nicaragua. We're going to get into all that as well. But I'm curious, like, because the graphic design and social media marketing industry has changed so much since 2017. What about your line of work do you feel like has changed or stayed the same since you first started? Like, what are some of those bigger lessons you learned once you got into kind of the entrepreneurship side of things instead of working in the clinic?
1: Hmm. Good
2: question. Um, I think just expanding the offers has been really huge. So I really love, obviously, more the holistic side of things. So it's not only a brand and a company that is one on one with patients. It's it's patients. It's clients that stay on for a longer period of time, and then it's yoga students, and it's kind of the all encompassing of everything. I've brought on Reiki. I've brought on obviously yoga, and now bringing on another physical therapist. So. Just the ability to expand has been really special. Obviously, it's been challenging, but at the same time, it's the ability to to reach more people and and give them more of that holistic sense of things. So
0: Totally. And you've got Christy here with you. Christy, do you want to tell us a bit about your role with the group and kind of your background um, and what you, you're most excited about in the new year?
1: Yeah. So I've been in outpatient orthopedic physical therapy for, gosh, 13 years now. Um, When I moved out here, I moved out here to find a change as far as the the PT world work-life balance, but found myself right back in the same rut of a busy outpatient clinic. And, you know, like Katie said, seeing clients for 15 to 20 minutes and seeing upwards of 15 to 20 a day, uh, I just didn't feel like I was giving the care that I was capable of. So. Um, I have had the fortunate advantage of seeing this company grow, um, being Katie's friend. Uh, and when it came time to expand, she reached out to me, and I was more than willing to make the jump because I knew I had a lot more to offer as far as with my clients and being able to provide the care that I knew I was capable of a more intimate setting.
0: Absolutely. It's exciting to see how much, like I said, you guys have grown over the last few years and taken on more and more clients and more work. I've been able to work with both of you, which has been great. Um, but from the branding side of things, the new pseudo tagline of MKW Creative Co. is going to be building bragworthy brands. And we're going to spend most of 2022 and a lot of this podcast talking about the difference between a brand that's just basic and a brand that's more towards bragworthy because I love that kind of as a descriptor. So for either of you, what do you think is the difference between like Balanced by Katie Light to now like Balanced by Katie PT Wellness uh, Yoga everything the more holistic approach? What what kicks it into that next level of being more bragworthy? I think the original
2: plan for the the brand with you when we collaborated on it was to have it be dynamic. So I think that we've definitely held true to that. The, the brand has flow, even the, you know, the design of the brand. And so I think with that, that has really, actually, if you think about it, it's created the dynamic potential of, or the dynamic of having more offers and, um, It's just not like when I think of a basic brand, I think of like a brand I'll see in a t-shirt or a brand here on a coffee mug or something that could be like stale. But like, again, I come back to dynamic and that's like who we are. We obviously like want to help people move and be free and play and all those wonderful things. So I think the brand that we've built is playful. It is dynamic. It allows for multi directions of movement, um, both as a company and as obviously humans. And um and for me, bragworthy is being able to be in the community and when you talk to somebody about your brand, it's like, oh, they, they understand it. They they feel it. They feel it from the person, they feel it from the tone, they feel it from the colors, they feel it from um the experience in the yoga class or the physical therapy um sessions. So I think that's what makes it a bragworthy brand and not a basic
0: brand. (laughs) Absolutely. I think you're spot on. And I think that as designers, like it's our job also to, because we have a lot of designers and marketers that listen to this podcast. It's about kind of figuring out what are those core values of the company and then bringing them to fruition and then passing it off to the business owner and having them actually like live out those values like you were talking about, right? Like fluidity and playfulness and, and creativity in that space and having the actual visuals mirror that. So I love that you've taken that and still been able to run with it, Um, and excited to see where that keeps going. But there's also a good amount of marketing that has to come when you are like a small business owner, entrepreneur. Especially when you're like coming into someone's house, you've got to be trustworthy, right, and reliable, and like they want to see who you are before you just show up and start like giving them physical therapy advice. Um, But you have to do a lot of education with your audience. How would you say that you both stay on top of your learning new skills, products, services, like? Keeping sharp and continuing to to invest in your own skill set as a business owner. So just in general,
1: the you know PT and the medical field, we've it's been ingrained in us that we've always been lifelong learners, um, and it's up to you as the the clinician to really hone your skills. So we are required per state to have X amount of education hours every couple of years, but you know a lot of people just do it to to get it done and check the boxes. Um, but it's really finding those courses that speak to you, and also the brand that you're representing, and having that reflect uh, your skill set too. Having people trust that you know what you're doing and you're you're on top of of the game and things that are up and coming too. Um, the internet world has been a really great thing, even in the last you know few years of having those resources at your fingertips. But it's also twofold, too, because there's a lot of bad resources out there, too. So um, educating clients on how to navigate those avenues um, is huge as well. And knowing who are good resources for them to follow and learn from, um, in addition to yourself.
0: I want to jump into that point that you made about how in the internet world, there can be a lot of like shady practitioners. And I think in the wellness-ish space, that's very aplenty. Um, So how can you like, again, continue to set your brand apart from something that might be more, shady or like very not founded in science. Cause you guys strike me as people that are very much like, no, we're going to go with the actual science, like the body science of this stuff and not the hogwash. But then there's also some spiritual aspect to it. So like, how do you, how do you blend the more science side of PT with the more like some would say like woo-woo ish of Reiki, which like is very useful for people. But how do you mesh the two of those without them, without your brand, I guess, like taking a hit of people being confused, which one you are. And you can obviously speak more to like the yoga
1: base, but, um, you know, there is a big push right now for a mindfulness component. And that's something that's being studied a lot in the medical world and how that ties into injury and chronic diseases and pain syndromes. And, um, especially with the opioid epidemic that has, there's been a shift. Um, There's been a shift from just handing out pain medication to let's hit this multifactorial with all these aspects that could be contributing to why you're having this pain. Um, So that's already built in the the kind of the, the structure and the bones of like a PT curriculum. That's something that has definitely shifted, which then ties into those complementary medicines. I remember in school, we had maybe one class on complementary medicine. So what that's done in the last 10 plus years and how that's been incorporated in the field is huge. And we only see patients benefit and clients benefiting from having that mindfulness component, which ties into you know, some of the yoga practices as well as the Reiki practices too. Of course.
0: Can you explain what complementary medicine is for someone who doesn't know? Yeah. So that is acupuncture,
1: anything that's out of the the ordinary as well, yeah, yeah any kind of type of western medicine um, rolfing i would say reiki yeah.
2: yoga mm-hmm. yeah all of that complementary or alternative medicine yeah. is what
0: they called it okay okay so i've heard alternative medicine before but complementary medicine was a new term and it's interesting that like again you you can have two sides to that coin right like you can have both exist within the same brand, and I think people are way more open to it. I mean, we're in Southern California, so people are very open to it. But I know there's some there's a lot of resistance to that kind of stuff. There's I tell the story I've told Katie this story a hundred times, I'm sure, about how uh, when I was working at home during the pandemic, I, my dad was also work from home, and we would sit next to each other and work, co work, and like 4 p.m. He'd be like, Ugh, uh, uh, and like make all these terrible noises from his like spine not being straight all day and like hunched over at the laptop. And I told him like, today's the day that dad goes to yoga. Like today's the day today. And I said, you just got to go once and I'll never ask you to go again. And now he goes every week like he is diehard. He yeah. has a spot, he gets there 20 minutes early, he goes to just slow stretch at yoga six, but it's so beneficial. And like, I've always been into that kind of stuff. But I think, especially for business owners or people who aren't around the culture of wellness, very often, it can be a big hurdle. So like, how do you get somebody to even try things like that, like try yoga, try meditation, try Reiki, if they, they're like, ah, it's not for me. Like pass it so off. I think
2: that's cool because that's where that's maybe where the really cool part is that they come to us for physical therapy they're thinking like oh this shoulder needs to be fixed right and they think about the mechanical like oh my shoulder needs to stretch or whatever and then when we're in with them it's like at least for me because I incorporate more of the yoga it's like okay like try this downward dog how does your shoulder feel like oh wow like that's a really good stretch for my shoulder and then I start getting them and I do have I don't mean to be sexist but we all know that women are more tended to do yoga than men. And I have two men right now that I've worked with for probably almost a year that ask for yoga all the time. Like they expect when I walk in that they have their yoga mat and their block and they know that yoga is going to be part of our routine and they want it. And so that's really cool. So I think it's like the gateway is the Western that we do. And then all of a sudden, like they understand like, hey, this like low impact mindful movement, like feels so good. Like I want to do that. So. right right
0: it sounds like it's also the difference between like reparative and also and then preventative totally yeah, yeah. and for me who, who's somebody who's not yoga based I, I kind
1: of sneak things in there here and there with clients um, more so like even just a meditation practice and finding you know hey pull this one up this is a good app or this is a good five minute meditation on Spotify just go through that and you know a lot of the times stress is a big indicator for pain, especially there's Next. neck, neck jaw pain, headaches. So incorporating that into the treatment and it, just opening their eyes to it. I mean, there's definitely baby steps and you have, it's very subjective for each client, but sometimes we slip things in there and they don't even realize we're doing it. And then they, they, they love it and just progress from there. And then they're hooked. I love it.
0: Hey, we're going to get back to the episode in just a second, but I had to come in and tell you that there is an Instagram training ready for you on my website. It's 30 minutes long. It's a video, but I'll tell you exactly how to optimize your account to get the most reach, optimize your content so that you're actually reaching your ideal client avatar and create posts that people actually want to engage with. If this is of interest to you, it is linked in the show notes, or you can head over to my website and search kiss my Insta. MKWCreative.co kiss my Insta is what you're looking for and enjoy the rest of the episode. So, another thing that we're like again, branding, marketing, entrepreneurship. A lot of people that are listening to this podcast are people like myself. And I came to you guys like probably mid year last year saying, like, I really need to like reintro myself and in, back into like physical fitness in a productive way, because I'd like go on the Peloton or like go to a yoga class. But I think it's hard, at least for me, who was always like a very goal oriented person when I didn't have something I was like working towards. It's very easy to just like fall into a rut and fall into a routine. And I know a lot of different like entrepreneurs kind of struggle with with that. Right. So what would you say? I know you guys work with a lot of people that have lots of different diverse working backgrounds. What would be your top recommendations for someone like myself who's like I get so busy, and then like my own physical fitness is falling to the falling to the bottom of the to-do list, or it's like not a high priority. What are your best, like from your professional standpoint, recommendations for someone who might identify with those those issues? For me, it's consistency.
1: I mean, even us as healthcare practitioners, we can also fall into those routes because we're giving a lot of ourselves to other people. So sometimes it's hard for us to remember to take care of ourselves. But even carving out a half hour of your time a day to do some kind of movement. It doesn't have to be a strenuous exercise. You could go take a walk. Just something to help with the body and the mind too, I think is, is important. And just giving yourself a goal of, okay, every day I'm going to do something.
2: And pick something you like. I always th- say, like, I'm not going to, like, if I go over a client's goals, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to have you go run two miles. It's like, you hate running. Like, it's so, like oriented has to be oriented like if someone's talking a lot about dance it's like oh like a zumba again you know like find something that like you're going to want to go to because you really love it and then like stick like she said stick to it or if you know yourself well enough like i know myself i need accountability so like hire someone like us like yes you're going to be spending an investment but you're going to get results and in the long term it's going to be worth it so it's like bite the bullet like invest and like be held accountable
0: And it's worth it, I think, to kind of do those barometer checks like every year for a few years where you're like, I want someone who actually understands like the physiology of the body to then give me advice. Because there's so many workout classes that are just like chaos, like people swinging weights around and having terrible form. And like those just drive me nuts. I'm sure they must drive you guys extra nuts. Do you have any other pet peeves about like health, wellness, physical, fitness? space that you're just like, God, I can't contain myself when I see this happening. I, I mean, I think just
1: in the the internet world, there's a, a like I said, there's a lot of bad out there as far as uh, content goes and people who kind of latch on to these fitness moguls who aren't really, you know they may not be doing the right thing or the right thing for them. It's not tailored yeah. to them. So you know that's where people like us come in and especially people who have had chronic issues or even new things flare up, Like, okay, do you ever think of it this way? You know, we've grown relationships with some personal trainers and those have been the best relationships because they care about their clients and they ask me questions. Hey, I tried this and it didn't work. Hey, he has this going on. Do you have any insight what I should be doing? I mean, having that collaborative care is huge because there's just, when it comes down to a personal training certificate is just a online course and you take a test. And there's not much background behind it. So having that trust, and also it's a good referral source for us too, if there's somebody who wants more of that, you know, everyday fitness-based type of program too. Yeah. And like for you, I guess, Michelle,
2: like, cause you went through sessions with us and you had the blend of the PT and the fitness that was way different than going to like an Orange Theory. I mean, could you speak to like how that helped you feel maybe that was different?
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think it was nice to have an opportunity to like see improvements in just like the ten weeks that we did. Like the very first session I did, we did to exhaustion with Lauren, um, and then those same reps even four weeks later, I could do double. Like I could, and that was crazy to me that you could see that much improvement in a short amount of time if you work on your form and you focus on consistency. And it's just like anything else, right? It's same with marketing. It's the same with uh, mindfulness, like it's more about the consistency than it is about like the exertion on that like one effort, which was such a good a good reminder, right like such a good reminder on all fronts so it kind of helps me reset and figure out okay what I like and what I don't like and I think the other thing in fitness is we've a tendency to try to do things and realize you don't really like them like I went to a row house workout yesterday and it was great and I've been to some of them. But this one, I was like, God, when is this going to be over? Like, I was so not having fun. I was like, this is so boring to me. But then I can go to a hot yoga flow that's the same flow every time and have a good time every time doing the exactly the same thing. That's kind of crazy to me because that's, it's again, it's like training your brain in a different way. I don't know. Do you guys have go to like favorites? Like, if you're in a funk, this is my go to workout or this is my go to like mindfulness practice.
2: I mean, I always go to running and surfing probably because it's convenient to run. And I do enjoy, I get the endorphins. I've especially love mornings. Like I recently, like last week, I was like every day at seven o'clock, I'm getting outside, whether it's a run or a walk or a hike. And like my day is like incrementally better. Like my mood is better. My thought process is better. Like, so I feel like just being outside running. And then if I get the opportunity to play at all, it's just even better. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Another way to like shake up the routine is like going on these retreats, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That that's really cool because it's like the it's like everything, right? Mindfulness, surfing, adventure, travel. So like you, I'm like really love adventure and travel and exploring. So like adding that on top of the yoga, the connection, the restorative care, reset is just like everything. So that was great.
0: Amazing. I know you guys just went to Nicaragua, Nicaragua. Excuse me. Can you? That was the very first one, correct? Are there going to be more in 2022? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah,
2: I would love to go back to that spot or they that that retreat center might be uh, expanding to Costa Rica. So that could be an option too. But but yeah, I mean, Chrissy visited. She didn't come on my retreat, but she visited as well. So we're both super familiar with traveling down there and working with Room to room and had a wonderful time. Everything was, especially the food was excellent, which is always a huge plus.
0: And how long was the retreat total? Eight days, something like that? Uh,
2: Like a week, like Saturday to Saturday. Yeah, we had about six to eight people from San Diego, one woman from um, New York that came and all different levels of surf. But we did yoga movement every day and people loved, I mean, we had 7am movement yoga every day and it was maybe tough to get up, but everyone loved it and felt a lot better. Um, Even somebody that was in some back pain from the long day of travel and 59 years old, after the yoga, the Reiki, he was able to last the rest of the retreat and uh, it felt really good in his body and and he had newer two knee replacements, too, so it was pretty incredible. People are amazing. Everyone. So it's really for everyone and it's for longevity and to keep that play and that fire within. So it was wonderful.
0: Christy, I think I cut you off before you were gonna give your suggestion. Do you want to give your suggestion for getting out of a rut? Oh, yeah,
1: um for me, it's getting up and doing in the morning because if I was to wait and for me personally, it's just like I need to be up on that six a m workouter and I'm gonna hate hate getting up at that time. And I'm going to be angry on my way there. But as soon as I'm done, I'm like, yeah, this is great. It's 7am. Like I have the whole day now. And especially now that it's getting dark, it's easier to get it done early than it is later. That's for sure.
0: Totally. I'm the person that likes to tell myself I can do a a 6am workout, but then I'll go do a a 6am workout and I'll come back and be like, well, I woke up so early today. I need a (laughs) nap. I'll convince myself that I need a nap. There you go. There's a reward. (laughs) And then I'll just like keep kicking that can on the road. Um, But I'd love to hear from you guys, like what is next? What are those big goals for the new year? Where do you see this thing going? Best case scenario in the next 365 days?
2: Oh, I love it. So we are um, expanding from North County, San Diego to include South Orange County, primarily San Clemente, because for personal reasons, I am moving up there. And it is a very similar beach town to Encinitas. So Christy is on board. She'll be taking over the San Diego region, North County primarily, Um, actually La Jolla to Carlsbad. And then I'll be more of that Oceanside, San Clemente. And then we'll probably be growing underneath that so we'll have another yoga instructor come on and the purpose of that is they can teach yoga but then also christy can be doing the physical therapy and then maybe cross we could do a package where yoga is included and kind of keep that maintenance care and then i'll be expanding to with a yoga probably yoga instructor maybe it's another
1: physical therapist up
2: north so uh lots going on we also um maybe talk about the workshops that we were talking about
1: Yeah. please so yeah in, yeah in the works we do we do have some affiliations with some club sports teams as well as training facilities for NFL specialists that we're trying to work in some workshops targeting the targeting them and what their essentially what their primary injuries are and then we've talked about if they, if they go well with them then maybe opening them up to the public and more of like the high school athlete that's maybe not affiliated with a particular club or gym setting.
0: Love it. Love it. Okay. This is a fun question. If money were no object, like you had unlimited funds, where would you want to take this company? What would be your big, 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 huge goal?
2: Wow. Dream big, play big. Um, I, I think we both love international travel. And for me to be able to work like be able to really say that I worked internationally. um teaching the retreat in Nicaragua was a full on dream come true. So for me, I would love to host more r- retreats like like we did. we would see you know, maybe how Christy would get involved with that or even like educating like more physical therapists or people about the holistic side of what we do and taking that maybe more on the road. We both have family in Midwest and East Coast, so. I would love to continue educating and um, and really spreading our wings to to meet more people with our brand, our bragworthy brand.
0: <laughs> Heck, yeah. Heck yeah. Christy, do you have any pie in the sky goals? Oh, my gosh. Professional ones? Um, professional goals. Um, I think the same
1: thing is like, how do I incorporate everything I love in life, personally and professionally too? Like Katie said, I think we align and that's why we work so well together with a lot of what our goals are if I could do this internationally, that would be amazing. Whether that's educating people on like how we did it and how we got to this point or, you know, hosting more of these like medical wellness retreats in various locations and just kind of opening people's eyes up to what we have to offer. I mean, that would be great. But yeah, I think it's just kind of touching more people and getting getting the name out there and being just involved with a lot of things and having people be like, oh, yeah, those are, the, those are the girls. Go to those girls. Yeah. yeah. Those are the yeah. Ones. yeah. And it's yeah. not so much like quantity. It's quality, right? So for it's sure. like, I
2: don't want to be in a crowd of 300 people, like in a stadium talking to people. That's not necessarily it, but like to really form meaningful connections with a small group of people where they leave and they're like, whoa, like, like for me, Nicaragua, one of my intentions that I told them before we even started the retreat was like, if you could leave here, proving to yourself that you could do something that you thought you couldn't, whether it's a downward dog, a warrior three, or like riding a freaking wave. Like that's all I want. Like the confidence in your body to be able to like do the things that make you feel good. So
0: I feel like Katie's got the Nicaragua, Central America scene on lock. And then I think Christy, yeah. you need to do like, yeah. like PT yoga, wellness and pasta in Italy, like on a winery somewhere. And me, I'm I already have one picked out in my head. <laughs> right. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Like, and then pasta making. Yes. yes. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Where can everyone find you guys work with you guys? You've got tons of resources to your website and blog and new- your newsletter is also bomb. I always open it. So tell us a little bit more about, um, where people can connect with you. They can connect um, the, on our website,
2: www.balancedbykatie.com. And um, there is a link there to email us, hello at balancedbykatie.com. Set up a free discovery call. We'd love to just meet you and chat with you and find out if we're a match. And um, Instagram, Balanced by Katie. Facebook, Balanced by Katie. Anything else on Bray? Really? No, the main ones. Yeah. 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 And then you know, when you call, it'll just be you know one of us. So it's not like, You're like going through a system where you have to check, (laughs) press one or two, you know, so very personalized.
0: And for people that don't live in San Diego, you have some like yoga on demand kind of content, correct?
2: Yeah, we have a weekly virtual class that's been happening for a year and a half now. 8 a.m. Pacific time on Wednesday mornings. That's gonna stay. We have a really good group there. And um thinking about making a membership portal where we have all the classes. I have about 50 classes, all directed towards different parts of the body and different mindsets and working on the project where those are available for people to have like a membership, like a, a membership. For the launch
0: perfect. Subscribe. We'll make sure yeah. that that gets linked in the show notes of the episode, and we'll also drop it into the Facebook group. So if you're looking for it, those links, they'll be in those spots as well. Thank you, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. You did so great. Fun. This was Christy's first time on a podcast. She crushed it. Yes. <laughs> she crushed it. This is wonderful. This is exactly what this is about. Thank
1: you. I'm good coaching.
0: <laughs> Just a conversation. Get your kind of business name out there. Brainstorm on some stuff, and and I love it. So it's it's an easy conversation. And thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks for having us. See you Bye. Thanks again for joining us for the Kiss My Aesthetic Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, of course, and it would mean the world to me if you would go ahead and leave us a review and follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that you listen to podcasts, really. The Kiss My Aesthetic Facebook group is also going to be a killer resource for you to ask questions, get feedback on anything branding, marketing, or entrepreneurship related. And to catch today's show notes or anything that we talked about in this episode, make sure you go to mkwcreative.co slash kmapod. We'll catch you next time.